Buenos dias from Laos Point. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from the 2nd of June 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. On Friday the 27th, journalist Joshua Goodman tweeted that the U.S. Treasury Department renewed Chevron's license. This renewal allows the U.S. company to continue operating in Venezuela, and it was made just three days before the license's expiration date. On Sunday, the 29th, the National Front for the Working Class, or Frente Nacional de Lucha de la Clase Trabajadora, said on Twitter that El Palito Refinery will outsource jobs and replace at least 800 Venezuelan workers with foreigners. The workers said that when accidents occur, they always get blamed for what happens. However, they said they were not at fault and that the refinery's lack of proper maintenance causes the accidents. So far, Pedavesa has not made any statement on the matter. Speaking of Pedavesa, on Thursday the 26th, the company removed the subsidy on diesel. More than 100 gas stations will start selling diesel at 50 U.S. cents per liter. Economic analysts assure that this will have an impact on the inflation rate. Because of the increase in foreign exchange, financial experts believe that Venezuela's annual inflation rate will be between 100% and 200%. Luis Oliveros, one of the most recognized financial experts in the country, assures that even though the officialist exchange rate is five bolivars per dollar, that's not the dollar's real value. He said that the government should start selling dollars at the real value which is seven bolivars. The Brazilian company Odebrecht left dozens of works unfinished in the country, and the state-owned company Metro de Caracas will complete some of them. They are currently fixing one of the metro's busiest lines. They said that in the next few weeks they will start working on the construction of a new line from Caracas to Guarenas and Guatire, satellite cities on the outskirts of Caracas. On Wednesday the 25th, the National Institute of Civil Aeronautics issued a communique on the new requirements to enter the country by air. You won't have to take a PCR test before departure, but to enter the country, you must have completed your vaccination schedule and present the vaccination card. If you do not have it, you will be asked to present a negative PCR taken within 72 hours before boarding. Upon entering the national airport, each passenger must also take a PCR test. The Institute also clarified on Tuesday the 31st that rumors of a case of monkeypox being detected in Maiketia Airport were false. So far, no cases have been reported in the country. Now, on to some international news. Maduro's alleged frontman, Alex Saab, who was arrested in Florida, will testify before the Colombian justice system for his ties with Colombian Senator Piedad Cordoba. Cordoba was recently detained in Honduras for transporting more than 60,000 U.S. dollars in cash without declaring it and is currently being investigated in Colombia for her relationships with politicians and businessmen inside and outside Colombia who might have acted outside the law. Diosdado Cabello, vice president of the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, 
stated on Monday the 30th that he expects relations between Venezuela and Colombia to improve with the new Colombian president. Recall that the first round of Colombia's presidential elections was held on Sunday the 29th. The runoff will take place on the 19th of June. On that note about Colombia, Herman Rogelio Rosa Anis was elected congressman but risks losing his seat because he is also a Venezuelan national. Rosso has a dual nationality as his birth was registered in Cúcuta on the border between Colombia and Venezuela, both before the Venezuelan and Colombian registry. In addition to this, Rosso has a Venezuelan identity card, which would make him ineligible as congressman, according to the Colombian constitution. The Venezuelan Association in Ecuador released a statement in which they show their concern for the new mobility law. According to the association, there are some legal loopholes. Apparently, Venezuelan migrants wouldn't have to be convicted of a crime to be deported. So far, no migrant has been deported. On Wednesday the 25th, Juan Papier, senior researcher for the America's Division of Human Rights Watch, reported that between January and April, at least 7,000 Venezuelans have crossed the Darien jungle between Panama and Colombia to migrate on foot to the United States. During the same period in 2021, only 15 Venezuelans made that journey. Venezuelans can apply for the United Kingdom's new residency visa. This visa also allows graduates from 37 universities in Europe, Asia, and North America to reside and work for two years in the United Kingdom. This visa has a cost of $900 US plus a surcharge for the use of the health system. In local news, on Wednesday the 25th, Diosdado Cabello said that even though the Biden administration granted permits to oil companies in Venezuela, the U.S. has not removed the sanctions against the country. He added that he believes the U.S. won't lift them, even though they have promised to do so. On Tuesday the 31st, the National Assembly approved the Law for the Reform of the Justice System Law. This law, proposed by the Special Commission for the Judicial Revolution, presided by Diosdado Cabello, aims at reorganizing the Venezuelan justice system. This way, corruption won't get in the way and all citizens will have access to the system. On Friday the 27th, Vladimir Lepin, director of the Kalashnikov Armaments Consortium, declared that the armaments factory in Venezuela will not start operations this year due to logistical problems. In October 2021, Adan Chauvet's presidential envoy announced that an armaments factory will be built in the country to start operations in the second semester of 2022. In health matters, the national follow-up and vaccination campaign against polio, measles, and rubella started on the 1st of June. This campaign, which will last until the 30th of August, is expected to vaccinate around 3 million children against these diseases. On Tuesday the 31st, Reynaldo Piña, president of the Association of Pharmacists of Carabobo State, declared that the medicines being imported into the country are of poor quality, either because the active ingredients are defective or because the concentrations are not the indicated ones.
That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. It's June, and you still haven't subscribed to our show? We've already got a war and another virus. What are you waiting for? Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at Venezuela at Rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima.